0: You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones here with your midday news for Friday, February 16th, 2024. The Deb and Jeff Hansen Foundation, in collaboration with Iowa Select Farms through their Henry's Heroes program, delivered 500 dream kits to organizations, including some in the listing area, to aid children facing rehoming due to unsafe family environments. An estimated 7,000 children under the age of 6 in Iowa are about 1 in 34 kids experienced homelessness in 2019. The Dream Kits are designed to offer solace and a sense of ownership to children in challenging circumstances and include essentials such as a wheeled luggage tote, a large blanket quilt, a plush animal pig, toiletries, medical supplies, and coloring kits. The donation of 500 Dream Kits benefited six organizations across the state, covering crisis centers, shelters, and intervention specialist organizations, all serving at least one county in the region. These kits offer comfort to children in crisis, fostering a sense of familiarity and support during uncertain times. Henry's Heroes continues to adapt to evolving community needs. This program extends beyond the Dream Kits as they previously provided STEM carts to local libraries as well as donated toy boxes to area daycare centers. Only a handful of calendars and tickets are still available as the Breed American Legion prepares for its annual Wild Game Feed and Gun Raffle fundraiser this weekend. Legion member Bob Fosbinder says the few remaining calendars of the original hundreds are available at Michael's Shoes and the Thomas Plaza in Carroll during regular business hours.
1: They're $40 each. There are not many of them left. I just had some brought down from Breida. I had a guy from Storm Lake call me, and he's stopping down to get it. It's a free wall donation when you come up Saturday, Breida Legion post with the Sons of the American Legion.
0: Each calendar includes the chance to win one of the prizes they'll give away on Saturday night. Any remaining calendars will be available at the Brita American Legion during the event. Doors open at 6 p.m. and the drawings begin at 7 o'clock with five prizes to be awarded every hour. The prize list includes 22 guns, a Liberty gun safe, $500 gift cards to Summerfield Outfitters and Wendell's Weapons and Indoor Range, and more. Fossbinder says they'll also offer various wild game dishes and games of chance in addition to the raffle drawings.
1: They're also playing Blackjack, chuck-a-luck. They'll have a full bar, plus a lot of other fun that's going on. But free will a donation, come up and eat. We'd love to have you come up.
0: Money raised from the evening raffle and program goes back to support the Breda American Legion operations and various local agencies throughout the year.
1: We got like four different funds. We need a floor. We need a new floor up in the American Legion right now at, at the Legion Hall itself. And we also donate to the fire department in town, the paramedics. I mean, there's so many different areas that we donate to.
0: Again, doors open at 6 o'clock at the Breeding American Legion Hall, and the drawings begin at 7 tomorrow evening. And Senator Chuck Grassley has announced the dates and times for upcoming traveling office hours in the listening area with his staff. Regional Director Jonathan Blatt will be available to constituents from 1 to 2 p.m. on Monday, February 26th at the Carroll Public Library. Grassley will not be in attendance during these travel office hours. Uh, Still, constituents can request assistance regarding issues with federal agencies and programs or submit feedback on federal policy issues. Grassley says, serving Iowans is my top priority. Traveling office hours ensure Iowans' concerns are heard and problems are solved. My regional staff constantly works hand-in-hand with Iowans, helping navigate federal agencies and find solutions to a variety of issues that involve the federal government. I encourage anyone needing assistance to attend my staff's upcoming office hours or reach out directly to my offices throughout the year. Individuals unable to attend the in-person office hours can request assistance from Grassley's team using the link included with this story online. A list of upcoming scheduled traveling office hours can also be found there as well. And we do need to step away here for just a moment. We'll be right back. We've got more news on the way coming up right after this on KCIM.
1: This American Heart Month, remember to schedule a cardiac calcium scoring test with Stewart Memorial Community Hospital in Lake City. This non-invasive 10-minute CT scan can determine the location and extent of plaque buildup in the coronary arteries. If you have coronary artery disease risk factors, even without symptoms, get screened before it's too late. Call Stuart Memorial Radiology at 712-464-4207 to learn more. Choose excellence. Choose Stuart Memorial.
0: Can you predict the future? I can't. That's why when I'm planting soybeans, I treat with Heads Up Seed Treatment. With more than 15 years of research, Heads Up offers proven protection against both white mold and sudden death syndrome. So no matter what the year throws at you, you've already taken that first step to be prepared. Don't let your beans suffer from disease when they're just starting to look their best. Tell your seed dealer you need Heads Up Seed Treatment. Learn more at headsupst.com. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cohns reporting. Lakeview Police Chief Christopher Yokums recently completed the FBI Law Enforcement Executive Development Association, or LEDA, trilogy course, emphasizing law enforcement leadership within the department as well as the Lakeview community. Yokums says the FBI LEDA is not associated with the Federal Bureau of Investigation, but rather a nonprofit focused on improving law enforcement management throughout the U.S.
2: Yeah, there was a lot that we learned throughout the three weeks. The biggest takeaway, what can I do better in the community? What can I do better for my guys? What can we as a whole do to make our department better? Where do we see ourselves going? A big part of it is just outlining, you know, what your leadership is, what you want to accomplish, where do you want to go.
0: Yokum started the LITA Trilogy in October of 2023 and finished taking the final class just this month. Yoakam says each course lasted five days and dove into specific topics on law enforcement leadership.
2: Each one kind of focuses on one thing or another, like the, the supervisory leadership course was this is how you should do things. Your command leadership was, you know, more about establishing what you want to do as far as how you want to be a leader. And then the executive course was about the theories behind
0: it. FBI LEEDA offers law enforcement seeking leadership positions with these courses throughout the U.S., and Yokums encourages all who have a supervisory role in law enforcement to take the course.
2: Well, leadership is something that I'm passionate about. I want to make sure I'm doing right, and I want to learn the things that I need to know in order for us to be successful. I think it's extremely important that anybody who's getting promoted into those positions actually take some form of leadership course.
0: Officers interested in taking the FBI LEDA Trilogy course can register for a class by visiting their website. That's org. a link to which included with this story on our website. And a KCG Company's representative presented during the public hearing last Tuesday at Jefferson's City Council meeting and discussing the proposed zoning regulation changes for the construction of a multifamily residential unit. Anna Farwell with KCG, the development company behind the apartment complex, addressed the public saying that she understands concerns that community members have, but she wants to emphasize the project's goal.
1: The population that we serve is meant for people who are already living and working in your community and they need access to modern place to live that isn't dilapidated, that they can get to the next step of their journey. Like, it is not to bring people who don't live here. You know, we're not going to be advertising outside of Jefferson. That is not the goal. This is for people who live and work in Jefferson and Greene County.
0: KCG plans to construct a 40 to 50 unit multifamily development and invest more than $14.5 million into the community by using local construction agencies and materials for the project. All of the units will fall under the Iowa Finance Authority Low Income Housing Tax Credit Program. Council member Chad Sloan questioned the income requirements, wondering how someone who makes $13 an hour can afford apartments uh, intended for someone making f- $40,000 per year income. Farwell explained rent incomes will be adjusted to accommodate those making between $12 and $25 per hour, which equates to about 23 dollars to $58,000 uh, salary per year.
1: This development in particular, we accommodated for some 40% AMI, to so average median income. We'll have some units that are at 40% AMI. Those rents are lower for the same unit so that if you are making 25,000 if you are making 30,000 you are still getting an apartment unit you belong to that you can take care of that you can like work out of um, but that is appropriate for the income that you're bringing in. And then there are also 60% average median income units, but it would but it is flexed to what your income is. So somebody making 50,000, they will pay a little more than somebody making 30,000.
0: Concerns that were raised from the community members included why would people go out to look for higher-paying jobs or better themselves when they can get cheaper rent, how someone can afford to pay rent, which is between $531 for a one-bedroom to a three-bedroom apartment, which is over $1,100, or if other land options were considered for the development due to drainage issues as well as the railroad tracks located just south of the proposed lot. Most of the attendees that ask questions say they feel as though their questions went unanswered. The City Council went ahead and approved the first reading of the ordinance change for that zoning uh, adjustment. Councilman, Councilman Sloan was the only no voice during that vote. And that is going to be wrapping up your KCIM Midday News. For these stories and many more, check us out online by following us on Facebook and Twitter, on the web at 1380kcim.com, or through the Kell Broadcasting mobile app. I'm Nathan Collins reporting, wishing you a great weekend.